مارکس صحابہ دا وائس اف اہل سنہ والجماع نکاق دے مسنو دکھے دل کا مرہم نکاق دے مسنو دکھے دل کا مرہم یہ فرما گئے ہے رسول مکرم یہ فرما گئے ہے رسول مکرم السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ استیم لسنرز اف سیریس ایف ایم ان مرکز صحابہ دا وائس اف اہل سنہ والجماع وی ویلکم یو to the bliss of marriage the date today is the 10th of jumad al-ukhra 1444 corresponding to the gregorian calendar the 3rd of january 2023 we welcome our honorable mufti sahab mufti abdul qadir hussein sahab tamad barakatuh mufti sahab assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh wa alaykum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh بارك الله فيكم مولانا زايد خان جزاك الله خيرا مفتي صاحب the first question that is here is my husband gave me three talaqs with clear talaq words he says it's on he says he he refuses to leave the place and he counts it as one what must i do مفتي صاحب بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم اما بعد all praise is due to almighty allah the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. First and foremost, you know 100%, and he also knows that he issued three talaqs, a triple divorce. So according to the Shafi'is, Maliki's, Hanbali's, Hanafi's, all four schools, remember the three talaqs take place, and three talaqs is three is mentioned in Bukhari Sharif. So therefore, maybe he went to some organization or some Salafi characters who told him, because they like the Christians, you know, they believe in Trinity. They want to make three into one and one into three. So you must totally separate from him. Therefore, the ulama, fuqaha, jurors have written a law. And it's for situations like this. Al-mar'atu kal-qazi. A woman is like a qazi. What it means? When the verdict will come, the matter will come to the qazi, the judge, the magistrate, he will listen to the matter and the issue at hand and will say that all three talaqs are three because there's consensus on that issue. So you know that you're out of his nikah and what he's saying, he can say till day of his death, it will mean nothing. Three is three, not three is one and one is three. So all that we reject, remember that. So you must then go to your local ulama and tell them that this is what happened and they must tell him that he must arrange for you shelter, clothing, food, everything. The owner's responsibility is on him. And because we don't have executive power, we only have consultation power, meaning consultative powers. We can just advise and we can't punish the person. Then you must go there to your parents' house or go to your brother's house or something and stay there. And remember, you must be in Iddat already from the time this talaq was written or issued or whatever. And your menses, your Iddat will be three menses, Salah, Sataquru, 
according to the Hanafi and Hanbali school, according to Shafi's and Maliki's, it will be three periods of cleanliness. So either he moves out or either you move out, and but he in all cases must pay for all your expenses, medical expenses, all that for the iddat, and during that period of waiting. And if he have children, so the children he must continue paying for all their deeds. And remember, if it's a daughter, he has to pay till she gets married. And if daughter or daughters with son, he has to pay all their permissible expenses till they're 15, 16 years old. So that will be compulsory upon him. Muftisab, the next question is, my wife is troubling me. He says, there's no compatibility. I have three children. I want another wife to please me, but I don't want to give the talaq because of my kids. Remember, brother, you married for eight, nine years. After eight, nine years and three children, now you come with the story of compatibility. Your case is not valid. So you just want to practice on your own lust and passion and desires. You can't even do justice with one wife. So Quran, Karim states, Surah 4, verse number 3, فَإِنْ خِفْتُمْ أَلَّا تَعْدِلُوا فَوَاحِدًا If you fear you can't do justice with two, three, four wives, then it's compulsory. You just stay with the one wife. So that is your situation. So remember, you have to mend your marriage and you can't come with that excuse after three children and eight, seven years, nine, ten years marriage and say, no, now we're not compatible. Remember, that's a fairy tale now and you're just looking for loopholes. The way you have posed the question is not permissible for you to marry. You must remember a second wife and then keep your wife hanging there. Quran says to leave your wife hanging, suspended like that is not permissible. All this is clearly enshrined in the noble Quran. So therefore, brother, what you're suggesting, not permissible. Muftisap, a boy says, I go to university. I see the beautiful damsels. I'm 22 years of age. I don't have money to support a wife, but what must I do to remove the heat? So you must remember, we want, you must look at the damsels of Jannah, my brother. One is Hurain, the beautiful damsels there in Jannah. They don't get any menses. They won't get any nifas and postnatal. They will never ever shout you. They will say, Nahnu radiyat fala naskhatu abada. We will be forever pleased and happy with you. We will never be displeased with you. Now you're looking at the damsels. Hurain you're looking at. So you must remember these damsels here, they get menses, they get nifas, they get all these type of things here. And you know very well what the Quran Karim states. Surah 24, chapter 24, Surah Nur, verses 30-31. Tell the believing men that they must lower their gazes and protect their private parts. The next verse, chapter 24, verse number 31, all Mattallah states, Tell the believing women that they also must lower their gazes and protect their private parts. What must you do? You must get married as soon as possible immediately. Second one, you say, no, I don't have the means and so forth. Then Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam's hadith in Bukhari Sharif, 
wife or you group of youngsters get married immediately if you want the means and so forth it will keep your gaze down it will fortify protect your private part and if you can't get married then he must fast as much as possible the fasting will break and crush your desires so for you my brother to be practical is the beginning of the academic year so why must you go back to university when you know there are so many problems and the chances are you will already fall into a fitna that how long you're going to resist and you know everything is available at a certain price there so remember that zina today is so easy this morning we did program you must remember that that brother sent us a message from america he say i went with my children 20 years ago we migrated from south africa to america all his children or majority of them all murdered you see so i told him that if you were living in time of sayna umar then your children whole lot they should be the death penalty for them hadith in bukhari sharif man baddala deenahu faqtuluh that remember who changes the religion you leave islam and opt for anything else so then is a death penalty capital punishment and there should be punishment for you as parents for being so reckless and being so selfish just thinking how we can make more dollars and more money and now you lost all your children or majority of them to the Satan and to Lucifer. So you are my brother, I'm giving you pragmatic, practical advice. Don't have to go back to varsity. So what you can do, you can study via correspondence. You go to UNISA, go to this one, that one, study via that. Start working, and then whatever little bit you save, so in six months' time, all that, five, five months' time, you can start getting married and thinking of getting married and so forth. So you will save your honor, you will protect your iman, and that, that degree and all that is not worth the paper on which is written. If tomorrow you indulge in fornication or you get all these things here, you know what Quran says, Surah 24, verse 2. The person, male and female, who commit fornication, the fornicator and the fornicatress, give both of them hundred lashes in public. See how firm and stern the words are. Do not show them any mercy and compassion. If really regarding the deen of Almighty Allah, and if you really have iman in Allah and in the last day in the articles of faith, so it shows that my brother, if you are sincere, look for another, look for a job, and then study via correspondence, then you won't find the damsels of this dunya, the huretin, but inshallah you will have a wife, beautiful, pious, good wife, and with her in the year after, you will get the hurain, and that is the beautiful damsels in Jannah. So that is my advice to you, my brother. Muftisab, a female says, why are the Taliban, why are they so harsh with their females? How are they supposed to earn a living? Our husbands don't support our needs. So my sister, you must remember your problem is that you're watching too much TV and you're listening too much to the Western media. 
Why don't you first praise the Taliban? They're the only country in the world. They whooped and thrashed and hammered the Americans and 48 countries put together the coalition. Show me this Arab puppets of yours, Saudi Arabia, Emirates, Bahrain, Morocco, Jordan, Egypt, these Haramis, who made peace with Israel. And Bengue, I just read the Haaretz now, the newspaper, Bengue already went to Majidul Aqsa and so forth. You see how they provoke the Palestinians and so forth and so on. And then when trouble occurs, they will say, no, these are the terrorists. But these are the biggest terrorists at Haramis and so forth. So you must remember this. Praise the Taliban that you are the only people on the face of this earth to defeat America and its coalition. Forty-eight countries without one plane, they defeated them. With chumples and sandals, they defeated them. And remember, Allah Ta'ala gave them such a booty and such spoils of war. Even Trump had to admit it was the worst defeat for America in the history of America. So, sister, you got the wrong end of the miswak of the stick you must remember this since when women have to earn since when women have to earn i'm asking you which islam you talking about so you must remember that never in islam does a woman have to earn in islam when a baby girl is born this mona zahid here mashallah he's got four four daughters so he's the father he's responsible for each daughter from the time of birth and pre-birth also right till the time of marriage and from the time of marriage till death, the husband is responsible. So from the womb to the tomb, from the cradle to the grave, you must remember in Islam, the woman is meant to receive, not to go out and work, and then she must support her family and support. All this is Lucifer, satanic and Iblis culture, you must remember that. This morning you didn't hear the program, then listen to it this afternoon, three o'clock. So in Senegal, two men, politician, and they beat up and assaulted a lady and that lady, also politician pregnant. Why everybody jockeying for position? I want this post, this post, there's two men, so they arrested them. So when a woman goes out, already she has compromised a situation and a position. She will have to wear a certain dress code, so her hair will have to be open, her face will have to be open, half the time she will be missing her salat, she will have to interact with so many strange male so all that is permissible in Islam from A to Z all that is haram and you sister got the wrong end of the miswak and the stick that you saying what Taliban are doing they telling the woman you must stay at home that is the place what Quran says chapter 33 verse 33 women take loot to your homes when our mothers and them, they never went to work so when we came home our mother was there when the husband came home our father so his wife was there our beloved mother so that is how you form the family unit and the family structure all this western philosophy ideology and all the so-called freedom what does it bring it just brings more and more satanism and more and more destruction if you want, you're living in South Africa, I'm living in South Africa. Go now and Google it. How many children were born on Christmas Day, Christmas Day babies? How many children were born in on New Year, New Year babies? Hundreds were born. Majority of them don't know their father. That is your South African statistic. 
Now, how did all this start? Because take the women out from the homes. Take the women out from the homes. Therefore, the one minister last year, 2022, she said that our daughters, our girls in the schools, they must open more books than opening more their legs. She said hmm. this, the minister. So, you must, because you, you're a nation of haramis, man. So you must remember you're building a nation of bees. That is what's happening in South Africa. That is what's happening in Brazil. You see today they're crying for Pele and all these things here. So the man was in so much poverty. You must remember he couldn't find a soccer ball if you read his life. And he used to take all these funny things and kick that around plastic and what and what and what. So if you go today, you will find more haramis there than halal children in Brazil. I've been five, six times there in this. They got special schools for haramis and illegitimate children. So you want that must happen? So no, Taliban say go to hell. We're not interested. This is our country. We rule it according to the law of Quran and the Sunnah. Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam authentic hadith mentioned in Tirmidhi Sharif. Ida kharajatil mar'ah wa hiya muta'attira when a lady leaves a home and she's all well perfumed makeup and mascara and you know all the things better than me for marrat bi majlisi kada wa kada and she passes a certain place men are there all that she becomes the center of attraction for yazania who said this habibuna sallallahu alaihi that lady is just like an adulteress the lady is just like an adulteress so therefore that they have to do that you will see four years three years ten years time the lithium, the whole world will be queuing up. That the lithium they find the most in Afghanistan. So these haramis, all of them came one by one. Ham mujahid nahi, ham juna mujahidin ko peida karte hai. So you must remember this, that we are not mujahidin, the ladies say, but we give birth to them. So you must remember this, ke ham johe jante hai in madbache ko. Everyone for us, we want the mujahid. So the British came in the 60s. They whooped them and lashed them thrice, three different occasions. Macmillan said in 63, sister, you must go read all this what I'm telling you. And he said, first law in politics, you must never invade Afghanistan because you'll get a good thrashing, he meant. So that's the British entering thrice, all three times they defeated, their bodies are lying there, dispatched to Jahannam. 79, you must remember, the Russian Red Army came, Soviet Union. They said, these guys are jokers, man. They don't even wear shoes. They don't even have a proper plane and all that. We will eat them up and finish them up in one week, one month. They say 10, 11 years, 1990, 1989, 90, withdrawal started. They had to put their legs, their tail between their legs and run. A whole Soviet Union collapsed. So you see, became Russia, no more Soviet Union. And then Americanos, Yankees came, 48 countries. And last year, they whooped them, lashed them up properly. And 20, 21 years, they stayed there. $3 trillion gone to the dogs, as you say. So what you talking, my sister? So don't fall for the Western press. When a woman sells a body, she's a prostitute. When these you look at this mass media, they're prostitutes. They just write stories as long as they can make money. And their aim is to 
demonize Islam and Muslims. They want to write the truth regarding occupied Palestine, but they will target Palestine, they'll target Afghanistan in these areas. The same Afghanistan, the original name is Khurasan. 277 years ago, Ahmad Shah Abdali, he changed the name from Khurasan to Afghanistan. Regarding that land, Allah, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, receiving wahi, revelation from Almighty Allah, the people will come from, from Khurasan with their black, black flags, and they will liberate Elia and Palestine and Jerusalem and all that. So, sister, you must make dua for them and not come with your, just like a parrot, you know, and just say the same thing the Western media say. Muftisap, a female says, my husband feels the Palestinian female sorry and wants to marry one of them. So I said to him, why does he, why does he want to go so far? Why can't he go to one of the African countries? 100% very good answer you gave him. So you must remember, he should give you another mahar also. That first time he gave you 1,000 rand. So now inflation, he must give you 5,000 rand. So tell him he must go here in Nigeria, Burkina Faso, Malawi, Zimbabwe, Zambia. There are a lot of poor ladies. They can get married there also. Excellent answer you gave him. They're all shaitania. They can't look after one wife, but they speak of second wife and all these things. Then they conveniently for Forget. They remember Masna Wasulasa get married to two or three or four and so forth. But the verse sentence after that they forget. You call that selective amnesia. What you call? Selective amnesia. So for in khiftum Allah Ta'dilu, if you fear that you can't do justice for Wahida, then one wife only. So very good answer you gave him, sister. Muftisap, a youngster says, I finished school, I want to become a plumber, but my family says it's a toilet occupation. I won't find a wife. So you must remember, you see, that's the exact point I'm making and driving home. But Allah gives hidayah to whoever He wishes. So what is that? You must remember this, that... The Western media and Western one will tell you, no, you must get the comfy job. That you sit on behind the desk and on the table and you're behind the table on a chair and nice air condition and you collect 20, 30, 40, 50,000 rand a month and all that. That is good job. Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Your best way of earning something is amal biliyad. You work with your hands. So we as Muslims, we have neglected this field. We need to become the artisans. We need to become builders. We need to become plumbers. We need to become electricians. We need to become carpenters. All that. What you worry about what people say? Do you know how plumbers make money today? You try and phone a plumber today and see. He will tell you, today I got three jobs, five jobs, six jobs, I'll come tomorrow. You tell him, no, it's emergency. Say, okay, if it's emergency, I'll come, but these are the rates and so forth. So how can people give such advice? It's toilet job. So I am telling you, for what you building smart, a smart house, and you mustn't build a toilet there. So you must remember that, because what you need a toilet, you're going to spoil the whole house. So you see, the brains of the people is in the toilet. You must remember that. They can't think as Muslims. They think like their name is Bilal, but the thinking is like Bali. The name is Maryam, but the thinking is like Mary. Therefore, I give you easy example. We're in the starting end of the academic year, 2023. Put 100 Muslims, male, female, 50-50. 
Ask each one of them when you were born. Each one will tell you. I was born in May. I was born in June. I was born in February. I was born in November, December. So very good. Now half the past question you have passed. Half the paper. What is the Islamic date you were born? 80%, 70% got no idea at all. You see, the mind is saturated. The heart is saturated with the Western media and Western thought process. That Islam is just a by-the-way secondary thing. You must remember that. You know, you got supermarkets. So they made Islam a supermarket. You understand? They had pick and choose. You see, Ramadan time, we are super Muslims. Fifteen night Shaban, we are good Muslims. Eid day, we celebrate. But now you tell them, this is what Islam says this. Say, no, now you must live it up with the times, you see. That was good for the olden times. Now it's not good. Now we must modernize it and redefine it and all that. So remember that the Shaitaniyat and Lucifer and the Jal, the Jal, the biggest deceiver, to come and nowadays his cronies and comrades are doing his work. So they come and they want to snatch our Iman away. So therefore we must remember that all this type of thinking is definitely unacceptable, not permissible. Muftisab, a female says, please advise me. My wedding is soon, but I decided I want my wedding to be simple with different places for men and women. My parents say, no, I'm the only daughter and they want helicopters and drones for the wedding instead. So tell them that you're not going to accept it and if they want all that, then you won't get married. Your father, mother, if that's really what they want, they disqualify to be your oldia and your wali. All this, they just want to show off Riya and Wasum'a, just to show off and bring, you know, impress the eyes of people and the ears of people. I know in my family, I know in my friends, I know so many people. What were things they did on the wedding day and after three months, six months, eight months, not even a year, the girl is back at home because Habibuna said, when you get married and you do all these things just to show off and you go, Allah will disgrace you and humiliate you, the hadith in Muslim Ahmad. So therefore your thinking is correct and the thinking of your parents is totally haram and that you must stick firm to your guns and say no if I'm your daughter and you really love me then we're going to do it the Islamic way I'm not going to participate and I won't go on with this marriage if you want all these helicopters and thrones and all mix up and this Monday night they will tell you is what is Monday night Tuesday night is some you know musical night Wednesday night is the dancing business what they call it belly dancing you know what I mean? Thursday night they become Muslims. They make khatmul Quran, you see. So Thursday night, the Jumeratni Ratu Bumotirache, you see. The Thursday night is very big night. If Yasin Khatam read Quran. Friday night we will have another, you understand. So you see, you see Christmas Day and the next day is Boxing Day. Molana, you know why they call it Boxing Day. So Boxing Day they call it because Christmas Day they give a lot of presents, you see. So the next day they open all the boxes, you see, to see what he gave, what she gave, who's who in the zoo, you see. So they call Boxing Day. So that Saturday is the jol, is the party, is the nikah, and Sunday is the walima. So Friday night, let us open all the kunchas. You know kunchas. So kunchas is, let's see how the gifts came and all these things here, you know. So every night they got some 
something. All the night, shaitaniyat, Thursday night became Muslim, you see. All the other nights, all shaitani activities. And then we get to Molisab, Molana, make dua for my daughter. She must be happily married. So Molisab makes dua, Rabbana hablana min azwajina wa dhurriyatina. Bichara, he doesn't know what, what activities they did and all that, before that, after that. So that is where the Ummah is today. You must remember this. We fool ourselves. We lead a life of delusion, of deception. Remember that. Quran says, Ya ladina amanu dukhulu fi Enter into Islam in its entirety, in its totality. Once you start picking and choosing, Quran says, shaitan. Do not follow in the footstep of Satan and Lucifer. Innahu lakum mubin. That he is your open enemy. So that is what we are doing. What we are supposed to do, that we don't do. What we're not supposed to do, that we go and do. Then we wonder that how come the marriages are not working? Divorce is spiraling out of control. Chapter 2, Surah Baqarah, verse number 208. So don't come into Islam partially. We must come into Islam in its totality and entirety. That is Islam, to submit and surrender lovingly, willingly, sincerely to all Allah Jalla Wala and Mustafa Habibuna Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Inshallah, we'll go for a break and continue after the break. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Esteemed listeners of Syria FM and Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah, we welcome you back to the Bliss of Marriage. Mufti Sahab, the next question here is, the person says, my, gy- my gynecologist advised me to tune in to Marcus Sahaba. I'm really ashamed of myself. I gave birth to my third child, and I'm not sure who the father is. Is there hope for me? I feel the need to be pelted to death. Sister, remember that as a Muslim, we always must remain positive in the mercy of all Allah. People will condemn us, criticize us, but all Allah's own message, direct message to me and you. I read for you, you go and read it, and Sayyidina Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu warda, he was asked, Ayatu ayat in arja in the kafi kitabillah, which ayat of the noble Quran has motivated, inspired you the most? He said, chapter 39 and verse 53. Go open the 24th supara, 24th juice, then the starting you will find it, chapter 39, verse 53. Ya ibadi alladheena asrafu ala anfusihim la taqnatu min rahmatillah You ya rasul Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam qul tell them that I Allah I am saying O oh, my beloved servants who have gone beyond the limits so many abortions so many zina so much fornication so much adultery gave birth to three children don't know who the father is and so forth and so on so multiple people sleeping around with Allah forbid yet Allah says la taqnatu min rahmatillah never become disillusioned in the mercy of Allah inna Allah yaghfiru dhunuba jami'a verily all may Allah forgives all the sins you must thank that gynecologist and we also appreciate what she did jazakallahu khaira Allah reward whoever it is we don't know 
and now you are already taking the right step. You know that guilt you are feeling. How could I, as Fatima, Zainab, Aisha, Jamila, whatever the name is, and I went and see, uh, you went and slept with so many men, and now three children, we don't even know who's the father of A, B, and C. But Allah says, do not lose hope, do not become disillusioned in the mercy of Allah. So every day go into sajda, out of salat, out of namaz, cry to Allah, Ya Allah, I admit, I am totally accept, accept guilt, 100% I'm guilty. No mitigating circumstances, nothing. And I'm guilty as charged. Yes, I deserve to be whipped 100 lashes. If I was married and I committed adultery, then I must be put to death. All that I accept. But you, Allah, you are Arhamur Rahimin. You are the most merciful one to show mercy. Allah, forgive me, Allah. I'm changing my life now for your love, for your pleasure. And I want to become a true Muslimah. So Allah Jalla is for everybody. People will condemn us. People will criticize us. Don't worry about that. But every day you must be particular, meticulous with your salat. Start making qaza of all the salat you must every day. Start remaking qaza of the fast that you must during Ramadan. Sleeping with this guy, that guy, even in Ramadan. So all these things happened. So yet, you know, you're showing remorse. You're showing regret. So that's the first step to Tawbah. A Tawbah to Anadama. So is where there's regret remorse. Second, the the vices we involve in immediately detach ourselves from that. So come out of that. No more boyfriend, no more toy boy, no more joy boy, no more sugar daddy, nothing like that. So get rid of all their contacts, block them all, change your number, do whatever you want to. Third one, now hukukullah, the rights of all Allah. So qadha of your salat, qadha of your fasting, all those type of things we must start. And then fourth one, hukukulibad. Maybe you owe this one, this one, so you must sort all that out. And next one, chapter 66, verse number 8. Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu, tubu ilallahi tawbatan nasuha. A Iman Walo, oh you believe eighty nine different places this phrase is used in the noble Quran. Turn to Allah and make Tawbah and Nasuha. So what is Tawbah and Nasuha? A person came to Sayyidina Umar radiallahu and he was a genius, Abqari. So what he said, when you milk the she camel, when you milk the cow, do you see the milk going back into the others of the and he said no. Said so that is Toba and Nasuha. So you must make that pledge to Allah. Never again will I commit this crime of zina, fornication, adultery. If I want, I will settle down and I'll tell that person what my history, geography, everything is. He accepts me and he won't throw it in my face and so forth. I want to turn a new leaf. So in that way there. And then you must bring your children up Islamically. Not that you went through the mull and through all the vices. So they must give them the true Islamic values. So that is our message to you. And every day, even if you give 50 cent one rand, give it out in charity Ya Allah Mujhe maaf ki jega. Ya Allah you forgive me so Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said ittakun nar walau bishikki tamara that save yourself from jahannam and the fire even if it be with quarter date or half a date 
winning one cent, five cent, twenty cent also. So then also it will attract the mercy of Allah. It's authentic hadith in Mishkat Sharif, Mustad Ahmad, and so forth. So sister, remain positive, turn to Allah, make tawbah, and inshallah Allah Ta'ala will forgive you, forgive us all. We all are guilty end of the day. Muftisap, a person says, if I received a gift and it has Merry Christmas written on the labels and not directly on the items, is it permissible to accept and use these gifts after removing the labels? No, you mustn't accept it. You must remember this. When a person gave it to you, it's because of religious connotation. So therefore, he gave it to you. I start from the bottom. You'll understand what I mean. Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala used to say, the hadith, the fatwa of Sayyidina Umar in Bayhaqi, Ijtanibu a'ada Allahi fi idim. You must stay far, far away from the enemies of Allah during their festivals, during their celebrations. So there you have it there. Whether it's written on the item or whether it's written on the cover, it's all the same thing as far as Islam is concerned. Second one is that Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, When you imitate a people, you become part and parcel by accepting it. You're never celebrating it, but it means you're becoming an accomplice in it. You're culpable of it. Surah 5, verse 2. Do not cooperate in sin and vices and transgression. It means once you accept it, then it means you are being an accomplice in that crime. Third one, remember a person will be with whom they love, the hadith in Mishkat Sharif. So it means you love taking their presents and gifts. They tell you happy Diwali, happy Christmas, happy New Year, happy Rosh Hashanah, the New Year of the Jutlas, Rosh Hashanah. So all this year is not permissible. We are Muslims. You leave something for the love and pleasure of Allah, Allah will give you a hundred percent a better replacement. You try it and you see. And then the last one, Surah 5, verse 51. All Mithya Allah Jalla Wala states, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu e iman walo. Do not take the Jews and the Christians to be your friends and your protectors. They are the friends of one another. You can see how they're slaughtering the Muslims in Afghanistan, what they were doing, what they did in Iraq, what they're doing in Syria, Libya, what they're doing in Palestine. Every day almost somebody is killed. Today a 15-year-old boy killed. So, and martyred, you must remember. So all these haramis got together. Then Allah warns us, you call this wa'idun shadid, a very strong warning from minkum. You befriend them, you like them, you like their custom tradition, you become part and parcel of them. You see how serious it is. Look at the consequences and the ramifications. Just give it to your mate, give it to somebody else and so forth, and non-Muslim, and finish it up like that. Okay give it back to the person. You can't do that. Give it to your maid or somebody who's a non-Muslim and then, but you don't take it for yourself. Mufti Sahib, the message reads, Salams to our Mufti Sahib. Please let me know if a father gives problems or insults or abuses his daughters. What is the best solution for this matter? Can the girls cut off ties with their ex-father? He was married, then divorced, but has two big children. Now this is his third wife after divorcing two others.
He can't be your ex-father. You only have one father in life. So you must imagine, no business of ex-father and ex-mother and all that. All that is shaitan yet. You must remember that. It's like saying, you know what these haramis want to say, that and they're introducing it in school now. A person can have two fathers and two mothers because they were to promote Adam and Eve, Adam and Steve, Madam and Eve, all the satanic Lucifer system, you know. So that's your father, right? So why is your father trading you, abusing you, that Allah Ta'ala only knows? And he seems to be a man of short temper and the bad temperament, whatever. So that's why now this is his third marriage. He divorced the first wife. He divorced the second wife. Now he's busy with the third wife. And your mother is the first wife or second wife. So obviously you're going to feel that your mother is right and he is wrong. But see what he, Rahmatulil Alameen, Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, that you children, you must make up with your parents. Even if they're wrong, you can't sabotage with them. He, Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, who was, who is, who will always be the only Rahmatulil Alameen, the mercy to the entire universe in creation, chapter 21, Surah Anbiya, verse 107. وَإِن ظَلَمَا وَإِن ظَلَمَا وَإِن ظَلَمَا Even if they made zulam upon you, you must still make dua for them. You must still respect them. You are not allowed to sever ties with them and so forth. If you sever ties, you the daughters, then go and read the Noble Quran. Chapter 47, verses 22-23. Chapter 47, Surah Muhammad, named after the Master, Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu Verses 22-23, In to men, you have power, you have authority. Now you're earning money, and now maybe you're married, and so forth. And you just see your father, and your eyes are filled with rage and fury. He did this to our mother. Now he's telling us and insulting us, and so forth. So, now you got power, authority. And tufsidu fil earth. You cause mischief mayhem on this earth. And you sever the family ties. We three daughters, four daughters had a big indaba, a big meeting. And in there, we reach consensus. We must sever ties with our ex-father. That's what you're telling me. So, Allah forbid. So, you sever ties. Now what happens? Quran speaks, chapter 47, verses 22-23, Those are the people Allah curses them. You're depriving yourself of the special mercy of Almighty Allah. And you're making Allah will make you spiritually deaf. The truth will come, you won't accept it. And you will make you spiritually blind. Even if your father has five good qualities and eighty, ninety bad qualities, you will say he doesn't have a single good quality. You see? So remember, it's haram for you all to sever ties with him, although he might be in the wrong, because that's what you all are saying. But there's always three sides to a story, not two sides. When the male tells us his story, he adds his masala and spices. When the woman tells us their story, they will add double spices and double masala. And then we have to soft out the true story. So that's why we need three times. You know, we got three parts of the story or of the narrative. 
So my advice to you daughters, wake up the Hajjud time, read, make du'as after your salat every day. Ya Allah, guide our father. Ya Allah, guide our mother. Ya Allah, guide us, Ya Allah. You can curtail ties to a little. That meaning you don't have to visit him every day, every week. So once a month you go visit him, take a present, all these type of things. Even though he divorced your, your mother, but he's still your father. Tomorrow when you get married, he will be your wali. He will be your guardian, whether you like it or not. Tomorrow on a day of justice, you will stand with him. Innakum tuhsharuna yawm al-qiyamah. Mred Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam told the people that innakum to that you will be tub'athuna yawm al-qiyamah. Ma awladik your children and so forth and so forth. Therefore, fa'ahsinu asma'akum. You must give your children good, good names. You must remember that. So your daughter, your name Fatima. Your father's name Yusuf. So you are Fatima binte Yusuf. You are Jamila binte Yusuf. Yusuf. You are Aisha binte Yusuf. So tomorrow you will be standing with him. So not with your somebody else, stepfather or foster father or stepfather, nothing like that. So we must be clear on these type of issues here. He's wrong. Let's accept that. But for y'all to sever ties, that is haram and not permissible. Y'all must try and bring him nearer to the straight path. And you must take some gifts for him, make dua for him, meet him. Even once a month is fine, no problem, and so forth. Or you sting far, contact him once a month, once in two months. And you take the initiative. That will soften his heart, inshallah. We always say, and I tried it a hundred times in my life, that when you make dua sincerely for a person, Allah Jalla brings the circumstances such that that person will soften towards you, and then you will, Asallahu, see what Quran says. So you must remember that, that sometimes there's enmity, an animosity between two groups of people. One shot did the ayat open also. Asallahu ayyajala baynakum wa bayna alladheena aadaytum that Allah Ta'ala will make it such between you and the people you have hatred animosity with minhum mawadda Allah will transform that and change it into love Wallahu Qadir Allah has all the power is Qadir Mutlaq Wallahu Ghafoor Rahim is of forgiving very very merciful chapter 60 Surah Mumtahina verse number 7 chapter 60 verse 7 so so many times it happens like that so that that is our advice to you daughters. Don't practice on your emotions. You must practice on what Islam is teaching you. Muftisab, if a girl makes nikah but does not consummate the marriage, can they have the walima after a month? There's no walima after a month and all that. So yesterday was your nikah, Monday was a holiday yesterday. You know, South Africa, we're running a circus here. One side, they'll tell you, the politicians, we must restore the economy, we must enhance the economy, and so forth. But the public holidays, they're increasing it. Go study your calendar 2023, and go study your calendar 2022, 2021, and so forth. If you are really an astute politician and you really love the nation, you will cut all these holidays to half. You must remember. What these guys go do, mufatias, you know, and this type of thing, just eating free bees, look at their stomachs. So you will see there that they go increase the public holidays. What need was a public holiday yesterday? 
Sunday was your New Year's Day. It's finished. Monday, people must go to work. No, we South Africans. We have to wine, dine, and swine. Have a bigger jaw and a bigger party. You understand? So then again, another one will come. Where you come with this, if Sunday is a public holiday, then Monday becomes a holiday. So it's like scoring own goals, you know. <laughs> so it's not scoring goals, it's scoring, but you want to push the ad, increase the economy. I mean, fools only think like that. You must remember this type of things here. So when you want to do something, then you must do that properly. So what was the whole question again? Just one second, I'm going into the question. Respected Muftisap. What happens if the if a girl makes nikah? And yeah, about the about the the street of walima. So you must remember that there's no such thing as walima after one month and so forth. So walima must be done. Remember that today you got married. You spend the night with your husband. Whether the marriage is consummated or not, next day is walima. Or two days after that. After that, it's not walima. Then it's ordinary dawat. Or the day of the nikah you have, you must remember walima. 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock after Zohar is nikah. The boy and girl go into khalwa, into privacy. 15, 20 minutes, they meet up in some private place after nikah. And then you have walima, it's fine. After one month you have, it's not walima. That you're fooling yourself, you must remember that. They're waiting for another long weekend, you know. They say the Mufatiyas will give us another one long weekend. Then we'll have walima. Not, and then the whole concept of walima is misunderstood. That the chairs will have parda, but the ladies will have parda. So that is our brains today, you know. The roof will have a parda. But I see now they put on the roof also all these things here. So we don't attend all these things here because you know all the haram dandas and activities go on there. So you can't have walima like that. It's not permissible. With all this is just for name and fame and just to show off it. It is everything in Islam is based on simplicity. Open Mishka Sharif. The best nikah as far as baraka blessing goes is the one that was the cheapest like. But we must have just that flowers and decor and that cost half million, quarter million and that. When you go to these functions you wonder, you know, what what things are going on there. So may Allah Ta'ala protect us all. Barakallahu feek. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. We say Jazakumullah khairan to Mufti Sahib and to the listeners of Sirius FM and Markaz Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah. We head on for the news with Brother Suleiman. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Markaz Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah.